All right, let's keep this intro short and sweet. Think about this question for a moment. Could pastors be some of the most prominent Sabbath breakers? Welcome to MarsCast, a podcast from Mid-America Reform Seminary, where our faculty members address all things theological and cultural from a Reformed lens. I'm your host, Jared Luchibor. In today's episode, Reverend Paul Ipema asks the question, how can we encourage pastors to honor the Lord's will in observing the Sabbath? How can congregations create a culture that supports their leaders' need for rejuvenation rather than burnout? Tune in today as Reverend Ipema brings practical wisdom to this question, an answer that we hope can bring more joy and fruitfulness to the callings of our pastors. I'm Paul Ipema, Assistant Professor of Ministerial Studies at Mid-America Reform Seminary. In today's podcast, I'd like to speak for a few moments about the pastor's Sabbath. And speaking about the pastor's Sabbath is really part of a broader concern that I have uh, in this area of Sabbath keeping in general and the Sabbath as a, a biblical theme throughout Scripture. Uh, You have the Sabbath introduced, of course, already at the creation account, God rested. And then you have Sabbath promised and commanded even in Exodus 20, Deuteronomy 5. And there is the promise of rest in the year of Jubilee. And then you have Jesus who speaks of the, the rest that he will give to those who come to him who are weak and weary. But my broader interest in the Sabbath as it relates to the pastor Sabbath is, lies in the fact that I think we in the church today uh, do not fully appreciate the significance of Sabbath rest and certainly don't practice it, I think, in the best uh, biblical way, uh, gospel-oriented way. And let me explain what I mean by that for just a moment. Uh, in terms of, of Sabbath rest, uh, we see the Lord's Day, of course, being the fulfillment of that. Jesus Christ gives us rest, and as uh, the Heidelberg Catechism says, it is a day in which we rest from our sinful ways. It is a day of reflecting upon um, God's goodness to us, his provision for us, a day in which we enjoy fellowship with the Lord and with one another. Uh, but today, the, the idea of Sabbath is, has been overshadowed by the busyness of the culture in which we live. And we see that in a lot of ways. We see churches moving services from Sunday to Saturday night to accommodate those who, who want to spend uh, Sunday as a family day. It's often spoken of that way. They can go uh, on to recreational activities. If they're away at a cottage, they can spend the day there. Uh, But the idea of of what God intended the Sabbath to be and to mean for his people, I think, has has been lost to a great degree. And by that, I I mean that we misunderstand or we misapply uh, the purpose for which God created or gave the gift of the Sabbath. The Sabbath was intended for us to uh, focus our attention upon the very purpose for which we were made. We were made for God's glory. It is a time to reflect 
uh, upon our relationship with God, to connect with him through prayer and to hear his word and to reflect upon it. Of course, it is a, a time spent in worship, but it is also a time spent in in silence and I would might even I might even suggest it would be spent in uh, solitude, um, and we ought not to mistake or confuse busyness with Sabbath rest. And I mean busyness as it relates to the work of the church. Um, many people listening to the podcast who are not pastors may not even think of it from this perspective, but think of how busy the Lord's Day is for your typical pastor. Not only does he have to lead to worship services, he may also have to teach after one of those services or both of those services. He may conduct uh, visitation or even some counseling from time to time on, uh, on the Lord's Day. And by the time the day is done, he's exhausted. Uh, he has been busy working on, on the Lord's Day. And as others have observed, I'm not unique to this, others have observed that pastors are some of the, the most prominent uh, Sabbath breakers. So how do we encourage pastors uh, to honor the Lord's will for, for the Sabbath? And again, I want us to be clear as we think about this that we not confuse that with or limit that simply to, well, we want to make sure the pastor has a day off. Many pastors will take a day off. Uh, typically, for many, it's, it's on a Monday, but others have other days that work best for them. For me, it was always on Saturday because that was the only day when our entire family was together at home. And uh, the day off, of course, is important uh, for, for personal reasons, uh, physical reasons, psychological reasons, emotional reasons. All of those things are important where if we, if we work ourselves to death, no one benefits from that, least of all ourselves. God did not create us, and that's also, I think, part of the, the teaching of Sabbath. We are not to be simply machines that uh, run without end. Uh, that we are just cogs in a machine uh, running ceaselessly with no end. God designed that rest in order for us to regroup and reconnect uh, with one another and with the Lord especially. But to limit that or to restrict that simply to a day off is not what I mean by the pastor's Sabbath. If we understand the Sabbath at its very heart as being a way in which we reconnect to God, I think we ought to reflect upon how pastors can best do this. Uh, I'm I remind, reminded of a, um, a pastor who, a number of years ago, described the, the role of the Sabbath in this way. He said, you know, there are so many things in our lives that pull us apart, um, the busyness of our lives. We have obligations at work, obligations with our families, obligations to our church or other organizations that we belong to. We have bills to pay. We have uh, responsibilities to take care of. All of those things can pull us apart from the very center of where we ought to be. And the Lord's Day, the Sabbath principle in Scripture, is meant to put everything back into their proper perspective, their proper focus. And uh, I'm very fond of, of mentioning that when I lead worship services or even in the congregational prayer, I, I will thank the Lord for the fact that uh, worship and the Lord's Day is, is meant to bring us back into connection with why God has made us. God has made us not simply as machines to work. 
God has made us not simply to accumulate possessions, not simply to pursue our careers, not even to spend time with our families. God created us, Isaiah says, for his glory. And worship in particular reminds us again of the fact that God created us to glorify him and that the goal of redemptive history, the goal of God's saving plan is to to see that he is glorified forever. And so that ought to be the focus of our worship. That ought to be the focus of, of our Lord's Day. And so I think the obligation is not simply to put together a list of this we may do, this we may not do. I think it's far more helpful uh, to use the, the expression, how may we fill the day in a way that honors that Sabbath principle? You know, are there things that we do beyond worship in terms of enjoying the fellowship of family, enjoying the fellowship of other believers, doing the work of evangelism, uh, reading a good book, um, enjoying the creation. All of those things can be uh, understood as part of the way in which we refocus our lives and see our lives as they relate to the Lord directly, rather than simply looking at the world from our own solitary perspective, or if I may use another expression, to see the world simply from the end of our nose. Uh, the Sabbath reorients everything in our lives. And so in connection with the Sabbath principle for pastors, I think I would encourage pastors um, to think about ways in which they they might use their so-called day off or some other day or some other time as a time devoted to, to reflection, a time devoted to um, meditation upon the Word of God, a time in which we devote ourselves to prayer. Uh, we can do that uh, in solitude, but we can also do that, say, with our spouse or with someone else. But it's a time in which we, again, refocus uh, ourselves for the days that lie ahead and to think about God's mercies, God's grace to us in Jesus Christ. That ought to be the case. Um, which is, again, a much different thing than saying, well, the pastor should simply have uh, a day off for recreation, uh, for his hobbies, for whatever he might want to do that is of interest to him. Uh, we're talking about something much richer, uh, um, much more significant in terms of, of understanding the, the rhythm of our lives. Um, in this respect, I, I'm very fond of the writing on this subject by uh, Eugene Peterson, a number of his books and articles he's written about the pastor's Sabbath. And he, he contrasts two aspects of it. He said that ought to be part of the pastor's Sabbath. There ought to be praying and there ought to be playing. And by prayer, he means there ought to be that time of, of deliberate focus meditation, contemplation upon the Word, uh, growing in, in that understanding of God's Word, focusing again upon the Lord, His promises, His call for us in this life, all that pertains to uh, the way of the Christian life as it has been revealed to us in God's Word. And uh, simply digesting that word. Uh, Peterson's also very fond of, of talking about the way in which the Bible and the Hebrew uses the language of meditation. 
meditation is not something uh, very placid, uh, very quiet and calm. It's, it's more the imagery, he says, and he uses a, a passage from Isaiah. It's more like a, a lion chewing on a bone of an animal it has killed. It's, uh, it's chewing, it's gnawing, it's, it's tasting the flavors, it's digesting the meat. It's, it's basically becoming consumed with that bone. And uh, he pleads for, for not only pastors, but for all Christians to approach the, the reading and meditation upon the scriptures uh, in that fashion, that we are hungry for the word, that we are digesting the word. And with all the busyness of life, that we set aside time uh, to spend doing that work of, of meditating and then praying, or even praying the scriptures, that may be worthy of another podcast as well. Uh, encouraging God's people to pray the scriptures so that we don't become uh, bored with our prayer life or caught in the same routine of, of monotonous prayers, but rather that the word enriches our prayer life and directs our prayer life. Uh, I would also say in this regard that, uh, if I may speak to, to elders in particular, um, we talk as pastors sometimes about uh, desiring a sabbatical, and I think sabbaticals are, uh, are a good thing. They're often misunderstood. I've had many people in response to a pastor being given a sabbatical think of it simply as a vacation. And they say, well, I would like to have a vacation like that as well. Um, but a sabbatical, again, is something uh, quite different. It's much more focused. And for a pastor, it's directed upon his own personal and pastoral growth and development and self-evaluation. And so I would encourage elders uh, to think about offering their pastors some sort of sabbatical. Maybe it'll be just for a week. Maybe it'll be a couple of weeks. Maybe it'll be sometime longer. Maybe during the summer it might work better. Um, some churches don't have the luxury of being able to give extended sabbaticals to their pastors. But I would say this, that if you're contemplating giving your pastor a sabbatical, or if you as a pastor... Uh, are inclined to ask for a sabbatical, I think it ought to be carefully focused so that time is not, is not spent foolishly, carelessly, um, so that we're not trying to accomplish too many things at one time. I've seen that happen too, where a pastor may have a whole laundry list of things that he wants to do on a sabbatical and does most of them, but he does them in a very superficial way. I'd say focus upon one aspect. Maybe it's going to be on your preaching ministry. Maybe it's going to be on pastoral visitation, pastoral counseling. Maybe it's going to be on personal spiritual development in terms of prayer, in terms of meditation upon the scriptures, in terms of journaling or our solitude, the spiritual disciplines. We can talk about those as well sometime. Um, all, all are ways in which the pastor can be strengthened and encouraged to, to continue in his ministry, to grow and develop, to become more Christ-like by the grace of God, and, and so, in effect, to be a more, a more effective minister and pastor of God's people. So think about the principle of Sabbath. For those of you who are pastors, think about how you can implement that in your own life. And for elders and others, encourage your pastors to practice pastoral Sabbath. 
thinking of the Sabbath, what about you and your family? How do you observe this day of rest? We know that there are always more tasks to tackle and needs to meet in serving our community, but by learning to pause and honor God's Sabbath, we'll discover the rest that is needed to build God's kingdom for tomorrow. Next up on the show, Dr. Andrew Compton begins a series on teaching and defending the Christian faith through fiction, and will be joined by two special guests in subsequent episodes. You won't want to miss it. If you enjoyed this episode of MarsCast, please consider subscribing and telling others who might be interested. Your support allows us to keep producing engaging content and build a thoughtful community of lifelong learners and thoughtful practitioners. I'm Jared Luchabor signing off for now. See you on the next episode of MarsCast.